0: What up, what up, what up, Whoa. friends? And welcome to the Ball and Butts Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, family. Another week, episode number 26. We are in the building. Another special episode from my appearance on the K100 podcast roundtable we did on Tupac's career and life. You're definitely not going to want to miss that at all. And then I have an interview with Nashville hip-hop artist Ron Obasi. So you will also get to hear that as well. That is a gem. But first... You know how we like to start here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. Get over here. Woo! Yes. What a beautiful week it has been. I hope you all have had a blessed week as well. So before we get into this episode where I'm going to play you a couple different interviews, shout out to the Keeping It 100 podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to their Patreon. It is well worth it with the amount of content that they put out. Plus, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get to get on the roundtables like me. And you get to shoot the shit with them and talk about all different kinds of stuff. So it's pretty cool. As you can see, we have a lot of fun doing it. If anything, at least go hit subscribe to their podcast. It is well worth the listen. They're really funny. You know, they keep they just keep shit real. You know what I'm saying? And then again, we have the one of Nashville's finest artists, hip-hop MC, Ron Obasi, cracked up a bunch and uh, and smoked some good Chiba. So uh, uh, that being said, this episode is brought to you by Lava Crunch. It's pretty good
1: smoke weed every day
0: so before i get you into this episode though i definitely need to do some shout outs to some people who have i'm gonna save the best for last because he deserves some respect on his name when
1: my name come up respect it Stop playing with my fucking name i ain't gonna say it no more
0: but first we're gonna shout out shohei otani we all know what this man has done. He has revolutionized baseball this year as a pitcher and a batter. We have not seen this since Babe Ruth in the early 1900s. So that tells you how amazing of a feat it is. And not only did he just do these things, but he excelled at both of them. Uh, he could have honestly been an all star in both pitcher and DH. Excuse me. I hit my bowl real quick. Hold on. <coughs> Oh, man. Whew, that's good. And some good cafe, too. Shout out to Cafe Bustelo. That's some good coffee. My dad put me onto that. Shout out, Pops. Uh, anyways, sorry, coffee's good. Um, so, Otani is the MVP frontrunner in the American League in baseball. He has 45 home runs and 25 steals and 100 runs scored.
2: Say what?
0: He is only the second player ever to have that stat line of 45 homers, 25 steals, and 100 runs scored. Other than my favorite baseball player of all time, number 33, Mr. Jose Canseco, baby. Yeah, the first 40-40 man too. what? (laughs) All y'all haters can get out of here with that steroid nonsense because if it wasn't for Jose Canseco, the game would still be tainted. We lucky that he came out with that tell-all. If it wasn't for that, our game would be ruined, but it was saved by Jose Canseco, and don't at me on that. Good googly moogly. Anyways, get my blood pressure up. (laughs) I'm just joking, Uh, but for real, Shoye Otani has put on a show. Black Guerrero Jr. may win the Triple Crown, but he's not gonna get the MVP. Shohei Otani has proved his worth. Also, shout out, Courtney Vandersloot of the Chicago Sky in the WNBA. She had the first postseason triple-double since 2005, since Cheryl Swoops, the great Cheryl Swoops, did it. And she helped her team to win 101-95 over the Connecticut Sun. She had 12 points, 18 assists, and 10 boards. 18 assists broke Sue Bird's. WNBA playoff record of 16. And Chicago handed Connecticut just its second loss since July 3rd. They came in as the number one seed with all the momentum in the world. Not a good look to lose that first game. Uh, we'll see what happens. Definitely wanted to shout her, though, out and Candace Parker on that team as well. They both balled out. Good googly moogly. Shout out Alexander Usik. So obviously I'm not going to take Clubber D. The Combat G shine. He is my combat sports expert, so I leave those goodies to him. But I will give my man Usyk a shout-out for beating Anthony Joshua. That's pretty spectacular. And that puts me on next week, actually. Next week is the newest Combat Sports episode with Clubber D, the Combat G. You're not going to want to miss it. He's going to have his preview for the Fury-Wilder fight and his predictions and so much more. So you're not going to want to miss that. Speaking of, not in this coming up episode, but in a future episode, he's going to have his segment on Manny Pacquiao retiring, but I do want to give a quick shout out to the Pac-Man as well, who is now retiring from boxing. Well, you know, most boxers, they say they retire and they end up coming back anyways after a few months of fighting, And but you know, Pacquiao's going to be the president of the Philippines here in a, in a few months. Anyways, so Probably not going to have a lot of time, but I can see him coming back and fighting for money like Mayweather and things like that like, here and there. Whatever. He's officially like retired chasing titles and shit, right? After his loss to Yordanus Ugas, he's slowing down as, as he ages with time, and I think he realizes that his better prospects are becoming the president of a damn country. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like when The Rock becomes the president of the United States, you know what I'm saying? Good googly moogly. So shout out to Pac-Man as well. And then finally, the last shout out before I get you into this episode. Y'all better start putting some motherfucking, some motherfucking, some motherfucking respect. Respect.
1: Respect. When my name come up, respect it. Stop not playing with my fucking name. I ain't going to say it no more. I wanted to come look you in your face like a man. I just come to let y'all know, put some respect on my
3: name.
0: Y'all better start putting some respect on this man, Derek Carr's name. I've been trying to tell people for years. I've always had him as a top 10 QB. He has never been the problem in the Raiders organization. He has always been the steady ship. Derek Carr in three games this year has a 65% completion percentage. He's averaging 400 damn yards a game, six touchdowns, two interceptions. So put some damn respect on his mofo name, the king of the clutch, Derek Carr. Let's go. Respect.
1: When my name come up, respect it. Stop playing with my fucking name.
0: I ain't going to say it no more. After the last time he was an MVP candidate, he got hurt. He was a little gun shy for the first couple years after that, so it kind of hampered him a little bit, but now he's back to full strength and y'all better start recognizing who he is. I'm not saying he's going to be the MVP. I'm not saying that. I don't even know that the Raiders will make the playoffs, right? Because they always collapse anyways. I hope we do, but if history is any indication, which it usually is, hopefully I hope this is different and the reason would be Derek Carr and an improved defense. Good googly moogly. So anyways, Shout out Derek Carr. Keep it going, baby. We love you. Raider Nation. Just win, baby. Rest in peace, Al Davis.
1: The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering voicelessly. His face is weather beaten. He wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold, and the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won.
0: And now, without further ado from my appearance on the Keeping It 100 podcast on Tupac's life and career. Enjoy, my friends. Joe, are you participating in this? Yes, sir. Okay,
4: so I'll ask you each the same question. I'll start off with you. Uh, what was the first time that you heard Tupac, and what type of influence was he on you? I, uh, if, if any, maybe you just liked his music, but you didn't give a fuck about mm, anything else.
5: No, I think... I remember for the first time, I get around and, and keep your head up, those videos, so probably like 92, and I saw him in Juice, which, like, that was, like, the badass character for everyone in my age group when he played Bishop in that movie, you know, so I followed him from there, of course, he was always in the news and everything like that, and his albums, when they came out, were a huge event, uh, I've always listened since then, I, I've, you know, read books on him, i read his uh, poetry book and stuff like that, so... Yeah, he's – you know, I like a lot of different music, but when it comes to rap and stuff, he's always my – you know, people always say, oh, Pac or Biggie, Pac or Biggie. I've always been a Pac guy, so he's always been my guy.
3: Right. Yeah. Uh, How about you, Fernando? Uh, I first heard him, like, around, like, in the Me Against the World era. I think it wasn't really gangster rap style at that time. Yeah, it was more social commentary. Yeah, exactly, but he didn't really – it wasn't until the whole death, like when he got out of jail, then he signed with death row and he was like he had a fire under his ass. That's when I really like took notice. And I still remember like bumping um, the All Eyes on Me album like all year. And he was just like, I don't know, he was like this larger than life character, even though he was a small dude. Like I was just like, damn, this dude is like he's badass, you know, and like he's calling out all these people on the East Coast. So um, he was just this character, you know, so. And then, like, me, all me and my friends all were, like, huge Tupac fans. And especially me getting into rap, like, just Bay Area rap. Right. I and mean, he kind of had that connection. You know, he grew up, uh, he, he spent some time in Marin and Oakland and stuff. So, he was, like, collaborating with a lot of people out out this way. So, and then after he passed, I just got, I became, like, obsessive and started collecting all the unreleased stuff. Because supposedly he was, like, a studio rat and he was always recording stuff. So, yeah, any any unreleased song I could get my hands on, I would grab it, like, Buy bootlegs at the store and stuff, and you know MP3s and stuff. So,
5: so you probably have the, the infamous uh freestyle on stage that him and Biggie did
3: in New York. I remember a friend of mine playing that for me. You know, yeah, it was long yeah, after he was it. gone, but yeah, yeah, the handful of collabs that him and Biggie did. So yeah, that was, that was like a mind blowing. Like wow, they have songs together. Like I had no idea. You know, how about you, Omar? Yeah, I
0: really started following really hard around the same time as Fernando when all eyes on me but i i actually knew about tupac all the way back to when he started with tupacalypse now back mm-hmm. in like 91 and so i mean i but all eyes on me is my favorite album of his all time so like the fernando said once that came out i was on him hardcore and i was buying everything that came out i bought his poetry book like you had said joe so i had everything i just loved pac and he was just a good artist and i agree i was pac first big i even though i grew up in dc on the east coast i was a more of a pop guy than a biggie guy, baby, baby. Um, even though I love New York rap, you know I'm a woo head and stuff. Chimmy, chimmy, your but uh, yeah, no, all the way back to the beginning of his career. So, yeah.
6: um, so CJ, oh man, the first time I heard uh, Tupac, my, my, my homeboy Dave, we were watching videos and shit. Remember when they show videos, right? And uh, Digital Underground, same song. Say, like, hey, I like that dude. That that dude rapping, man. Tupac, he, he's kind of fly. He's dope. And Tupac, Tupacalypse now came out '91, my senior year in high school. That. That album was part of my soundtrack for that summer, man. I put, I pumped that shit hard. And all his shit that came out while I was in the Navy, what's, what was it, the one that came after that one. Uh, Why am I drawing a blank on it?
3: Uh, uh, me Against the World?
6: Strictly yeah, uh, nah, uh, uh, Strictly Four. Strictly, strictly Four was the third one. And then All Eyes on Me was the fourth one. I'm, I'm, Strict, I, strictly Four. I'm like, strictly Four. Yeah, for my Strictly Four, my, my niggas, yeah. So I've been rolling with him um, all the way up until his last album. To me, his last album is Don Caluminati. So I fucked with him every... Mm. I bought till then, man. You know, we talk about Biggie and Pac, it's like, for me, it's like whoever I'm listening to at the time. Yeah. To me, they're just that one and one and one A, you know, so it's like whoever I'm listening to at the time. So it was good to get back and listen to Tupac and, and re- reminisce.
4: Let me say this, man. With all due respect to all the motherfuckers that are putting it down now, whether it's Ye or Drake or Lil Wayne or anybody, to me, there's been nobody like Pac and Biggie to me, you know? And the thing is, is what breaks my heart the most is that bro Pac was only 25 yeah you know and what an electric talent what a voice what a poet I grew up in Miami as we all know so I was very heavily influenced by New York everything from New York came to Miami sooner or later and we just copied a lot of the shit they did and when I got to the, to the West Coast, you know, the, the very first song that I ever heard from rap that wasn't like happy rap was The Message by Grandmaster Flash. I was like, wow, the fuck's going on here? Damn, son, where'd you find this? But when I got to California... It was a whole different vibe because gang culture is a real thing down here and it's very organized and it's very old. So, you know, like in Miami, gangs are very different. It's just like neighborhoods versus neighborhoods. Nobody was really dressed up. It was Westchester versus Cayocho versus this versus that. But over here in Cali, you know, they were doing gang signs, they had lowriders, they had fucking... Yeah, it was was really different. And when, like, Ice-T, Cube, NWA... Even MC Hammer, um, Pac. You yeah, know I'm telling about? When they were all talking about how much on, you know, the East Coast would disrespect us. They wouldn't respect our music. They wouldn't respect our stilo, our style, our originality. And that's when the whole East-West shit started to pop off. And living in California, you got caught up in it because I got so caught up in it that I wouldn't even listen to East Coast shit. And I really missed, I jumped on the Wu-Tang and Biggie wagon really late Mm. and discovered what geniuses those guys really were. But to me, nobody like Tupac and um, Biggie. And here's the other thing, bro. You got to remember... As we all know, and this is for the people that may not know that are listening to the show, you know, his mom was a Black Panther. They were revolutionaries. They were named after Tupac Amaru, one of the last Incan warriors, Mm -hmm. you know, from Peru who rebelled against Spain. So he already had a badass name. His mom was already a badass. He was already he already had like a revolutionary mind. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, huge influence on me because what he was talking about is the shit I was seeing on the street. You know, and um, uh, for the people that never really heard early Tupac, Joe, if you could put just a little bit just so they know where he comes from. Because I want to give some props also to one of the most underrated, funnest bands ever, Digital Underground. Yeah, but Because I, I used to hang out a lot in Alameda County, bro, in North Oh, California yeah, just a, has it going on. They just have a whole different fucking vibe. I was going to say,
6: how dope, is, how dope is hip-hop in the Oakland and the Bay Area, bro? Yeah, how, yeah.
4: Plus, I'm- let me tell you what was great about it. L.A. was on some thug shit. L.A. was all gang shit, and Mexicans hated blacks, and blacks hated Mexicans, and, and I was not into that. Northern Cali, they were vibing together. Paisas and fucking brothers were hooking up. They were doing party music. They were doing fun shit. Black out. You know what I'm saying? That's why I love the Northern California vibe. Oh, yeah. But um and the Asians too, man. Um, but put this song, uh uh Joe, just so people can see where he came from. He was a backup dancer for this group mm-hmm. called Digital Underground. It's called same old song. Can you put that, Joe? Mm-hmm. And ahead. Digital Underground always had fucking the world.
5: slapping videos. Yeah. All the world. Can you show it, Joe? Uh, I'm not playing the video. I'm just
3: playing the music. Well, right that's now. what I said. Play, play the, video? the video.
4: Okay. I said they they do fun videos.
3: And then rest in peace to Shock G, who just passed Rest Humped
4: in Humped peace Humped to Humped that fucking Humped. genius, Shock G, Humpty Humped himself, bro. What a great character.
0: Shock the one who put the cat on your panties. <laughs> yes.
4: Yes. We're gonna. I'm gonna put two digital underground songs so people can also know who these cats were too. He produced the first Shock G produced The
5: first block album. Yeah. Oh Really. Yeah. It's apocalypse now
7: We've been all about-
8: the party to get naughty, get my rocks on, eat popcorn, watch you move your body to the pop's on, that I'm singing ding-a-linging, funky
1: beats ringing Everybody swinging in the place as I kick the J-A-Z-Z-Y style R&B,
7: mixing it with the hip-hop swing beat, champagne in my hand, it won't be long till I'm gone, it's just the same old song, it's just the freestyle, meanwhile we we'll keep the beat kicking, sweat dripping girlies in the limo eating checking. oops, don't get the grease on your pantyhose I love you, Rubber, move over, I gotta blow my nose sneezing, but still I'm pleasing all of Slimmy, pull out my jimmy Time to get busy with a Jenny If it's good and plenty, don't you know There I go, there I go, there I go But I don't go nowhere without okay, my Okay, go to 215, well, Joe To me it's just the same old song So just watch Cause my name is shock I like to rock And you can't
2: stop this Tupac, go
1: ahead and rock now this Now I clown around When
2: I hang around With the underground Girls used to frown Say I'm down When I come around Gas me And when they pass me They used to diss me Harass me But now they ask me If they can kiss me Get some fame People change, wanna live their life. Huh? Same song, can't go
7: wrong if I play the nice guy. Claiming fame must have changed. Now that we became strong, I remain still the same. Cause it's the same song. All
4: right. So that's Tupac. That's the first time I've ever seen him. I see him in the yeah. video on MTV Raps or one of those shows, and I was like, "Wow!" Just the first time I saw him, I was like, "Wow!" Well, I like this cat right off the bat. You know, I like his that's swag, yep. and I love Digital Underground. The fact that he was with them, I liked them even more. And cool. I want, yeah,
3: and I'm saying their their videos just always were like a party, like it just right. It so fun. That's like, why I want Joe. I
4: want Joe to show mic. the people so they can go down the rabbit hole. Put Humpty Hump. Look at this. Party atmosphere I know we've all heard the song, but put I'm humpty hum. And this is what the Oakland clubs were back like back
6: then. Sex packets. Yeah. That album was beginning to end. Fuck. Oh, me,
4: Plus funny ass lyrics you understood. Mm. Mm
7: what you're doing because i'm about to ruin the image and the style that you used to i look funny but yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town. And my sound's laid down by the underground. i am drink all the of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. Nice my name
4: is, my name is Humpty. Pronounced with the umpty. Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to funk
7: thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump thee. I'm stepping tall, y'all. And just like Humpty Dumpty, you're going to fall when the stereos pump me. I like to rhyme. I like my beats funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy. I'm sick with this. Straight gangster Mac. But sometimes I get ridiculous. I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice. Oh, yo, fat girl. Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. It never stopped me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like the girls with the boom. I once got busy in a bathroom i'm crazy allow me to amaze thee they say i'm ugly but it just don't phase me i'm still getting in the g- and i even got my own dance
4: all right so this is a fun great video and digital underground always had fucking slapping videos and if you see there's cameos by easy mc light uh j biz Marquee, uh kwame so you know, that's where P- Tupac's are. And I want to give a shout out to a we got, we got, super, we got, we got super underrated group, now, Digital Underground.
6: Don't do what you like. Go see right.
4: for a tonight. Yes. All right. So
5: let's start this off. We'll start at the bottom of the screen there. So. Fernando, uh, give us your number five, and if you if you know the album, say it too, because I might not necessarily.
3: Is right, this in any particular particular order, or no, just, no. Okay. just, no. just your favorite Just, song, just the dude. thing is,
4: if you have some, but if you have something and somebody plays it, you have to take it off the list and put something right. else. Right, yeah. yeah. So we don't
3: hear the same okay. fucking song again. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna start it off hot. I'm gonna pick um, "Hit 'Em Up." All right. Well, so I remember being at like a house party, and we it wasn't even like a single; it was on. Uh, it was like a B side too. If maybe one of your gentlemen knew know which song it was, I think it was, was it. Toss it up or something. Or which song was it? How do you want it? Or how do you yeah, want it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think was, like, it was.
4: How do you want it? Single. How do you want it? It was a right?
3: B side, and it was like the hardest diss like I had ever heard. Like he was just going at every biggie. Little, uh, was it Lil Kim? I think it still is. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, because nowadays, like, you have people just releasing stuff on whatever on SoundCloud or something and this was just like you had to get the tape to hear it you know it was not something just readily available so and then just that was kind of my introduction to the Outlaws. I know they were on previous albums some of them as Dramacidal but this was when I first like who are these guys and they said that they're from the east coast like who are these youngsters like going at everybody so to me that was like a huge like one of the top you know Tupac songs on there and I was like what are they gonna come back with? Like, what's Biggie gonna say? You know, and I kind of, you kind of didn't really hear anything back. So I was like, damn, he got them, you know. Not only that, the the power in his voice was what he passion, said it so with. He now. was
4: pissed. Yeah, yeah.
3: He, yeah. he hated those motherfuckers. Right. Yes. Like, that's why I fucked your bitch. You know, that's right. how he started yeah. it off. Just a great
4: fucking song. Yeah. I
3: ain't got no
2: that's why i fucked your bitch, with that motherfucker. Take money. Westside. Bad boy kills. Is, niggas, Take money. To- <laughs> First order, fuck your bitch. And the click you claim. West side when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus trying tryna see me greet, Hearts are ripped. Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia some mock-ass bitches. We keep on I don't even know why I'm on this track Y'all niggas ain't even on my level I'ma let my little homies ride on you Bitch made yeah, yeah, ass Yeah, bad boy, oh, fuck up, yeah. Feel. Get out the way yo Get out the way yo
1: Biggie small sets got dropped Little move past the mat And let me hit him in his
3: back Frank Wright need to get spanked right For setting traps. Little accident this gats attack when I'm serving you Swank the shake, get right. hold style when I
1: can't. Guard your rank I'ma slam your ass in the paint. Puffy weaken in the fucking block I'm running through, nigga. And I smoke a junior mafia in front of you, nigga. With the ready power, tucking my gas under my eddy bower. Your cloud petty sour, I'll put packages every hour. Hit Grab your box
4: when you What a fucking diss song, and not only that, that and the and the one where Snoop Dogg is just stomping buildings in New York that yeah. let the east coast though what time it was
6: ever since snoop came through and burned the buildings the yeah. Building. Yeah. <laughs> big snoop d-o-dub all right and they filmed next, that though? in
5: new york and there was like yeah. you know it was a shooting like there was a like shooting a trailer you know, they because they heard that they were there
6: yep there was yeah it was
5: uh cj what you got
6: all right same album this was probably the angriest Tupac album of all of them. That, like I said, up to Don Caluminati, man. But Life of an Outlaw was the shit, man. I love that fucking... In life we live as does, Fucking Kick it. it. That shit is so, so fucking gangster, man. That's All Eyes on Me? Uh, No, nah, off of uh, Don Columinati, Seven Day Theory. Oh, I got you. That was like a
3: mafia-style beat, I think. Like... You know the yeah, sound yeah, of yeah. it? Yeah,
6: yeah. Like a South American type... You know, or you you know Italian, yeah.
3: It's yeah, yeah. It's funny, they... uh.
5: I have this Like my Amazon open For all the Tupac albums And they don't list Machiavelli They list it as It's own thing So
3: hang on You yeah, gotta search under yeah, yeah Like Don Don, Luminati. Don Luminati. Luminati. Yep. He releases at Machiavelli Yeah Yep Yep. I got it I just uh, The seven day theory Let's yeah. do
4: it
5: yeah. I remember that Like well When it yeah. came out That was after you passed Yeah Yep Just after Right after Yeah
0: I remember being I remember being In my boys' basement With like four of my boys Smoking and just like Banging that album.
2: Me mean, itching, giving suckers please space. Have these bitch niggas snitching? World, we damn guns spam daily. The fans share me in hope that they can finally nail me for selling dope. They backwards make the track burst whenever I rap. Attack, words being thrown to explode on contact. Extreme at times, blinded by my passion and fury. Look at me laugh at my competition, flashing my drip. You stand silent if you niggas knew me. Truly effective, the shit you heard ain't do me justice. Got a death wish, bitch. Wrongful face being traced by the infrared beam. It seems niggas ain't recognize my team. Ain't nobody holding you back. Exposed the track to confetti. Unloaded. Cause niggas
4: ain't ready. The life of like so an
5: Awesome song. Uh, like a little guitar. That? The good little guitar going on too.
3: Yeah. So, uh. Dude, that's, a, that's an album you could just play front to back. You You know, can. just from start yeah. to finish. Absolutely. Man. I, uh. I like and to, let me let me say something okay. randomly. So uh, you know, you guys remember the intro of that song where uh, he's like, "There's writers and punks." What does he say? like niggas and bitches, writers yeah. and punks? Some song. I remember Macho Man used that in a promo one time on some <laughs> <night show. laughs> I wonder where he who, did he did you guys play that shit for him or was he did he just listen?
4: Yes, to bro, he yeah. didn't listen to that yeah. shit. Neither him nor Luger. Luger. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. I they
5: were all wearing fubu I love that
3: and, so I remember Nash. Go,
5: go ahead not
0: FUBU
3: Yeah and Lugard Remember yeah. that?
0: Hell yeah oh, I, remember. I remember FUBU what? I wore all
3: that shit
4: Cross colors FUBU Cross colors Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cross Sean Fubu. Sean John Fucking yeah. all that shit
5: Yeah Go ahead So I like doing these Cause I like Maybe pulling out some B-sides You know people might not know mm-hmm. or People listening might not know So I'm going off this Are you still down It's the first one that came Well the second one that came in after he passed It's the first one that was like posthumous That he didn't put together You know but this was this is from uh, the beginning of the album, was called Hellraiser. Oh yeah.
2: Major hell motherfucking yeah. This one goes out to my nigga Mike Cooley. Hell yeah, <laughs> boom, heartless and mean, mugging at sixteen on the scene, watching beans bugging, kicking up just with the old to soaking up the game that was told to me. I ain't never tried to gas that I couldn't shoot. I learned not to trust the bitch from the prostitutes, taught lessons, a young nigga. I was next, I'm sexy, elementary, wasn't meant for me, cake for credit, I'm headed for the penitentiary, and cut the classes. I'm a smoke till I lose my breath motherfucker Every time I see the paper I see my picture When the niggas get picture they come to get you. It's like a motherfucking trap And they wonder why it's hard being black look the oh, uh, the hell the stress major. Lord be my savior uh, the hell, the stress, stress, stress Lord be my savior All right yo
4: So I can't believe that I read this in an article once, that he wrote this song in 15 minutes. Say
0: what?
4: Because when I was doing rap songs for WCW, um, I would see real rappers in there from the street. I remember there's this one cat called B-Stone, and I remember he did this whole rap, and the guy goes, well, can you do it again? You know, just read it again. He, and he goes, no, I did that off the top of my head, and I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker did that off the top of his fucking head like i was there writing notes and you know going over them days and days and make sure that it you know this motherfucker just did off the top of his fucking head tupac wrote this in 15 minutes and it's a very eerie song because it's like right before his death and plus the song's a motherfucking banger uh from columinati hail mary
2: machiavellian is columinati all through your body the blows like a 12 gauge shoddy. And God said he should send his one begotten son to lead the wild into the ways of the man. Follow me. Eat my flesh, flesh of my flesh. Come with me. Hail Mary, run quick, see. What do we have here now? I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. Picture paragraphs unloaded. Wise words being quoted, beat the weakness in the rap game, and sold it. Bow down, pray to God, hoping that he's listening. See a nigga coming for me. My, my diamonds, when they really glisten, now pay attention. best me, please, father. I'm a ghost, ghost and it's killing feels. Hell, Mary, If I go, let's go deep inside the solitary mind of a madman. Screams in the dark, evil lurks. Enemies, see me flee. Activate my hate. Let it break till the am blaming. Set trip, empty out my clip. Never stops stop. the aim. Some say the game is all corrupted. Fucked in the shit. Stuck. Niggas is not me if we bust off this shit. Bless. Mama told me never stop until I bust it out. Fuck the world and they can adjust. It's just a way. Oh hell come with me. Hell, Mary, nigga, run quick C. What do we have it now.
4: Alright, Joe. I, da, da, so this motherfucker wrote this in fifteen minutes, and here was another thing I forgot to tell you: he recorded it in five minutes. So that means he did it in one take.
3: Yeah, incredible. I remember when yeah. that. Yeah, The word is he. He recorded that. I, I heard two stories that I've heard. He either recorded in three days or seven days, and that's why I got the name, the seven-day. The whole, theory. the
5: whole record. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. The whole album. Well, yeah. he was very prolific, as we know.
5: Mm-hmm. You know? I remember when that. When the i had it as a tape so when the tape first came out and that's yeah. like the second or third track on it it's, it just blew me away and back then you didn't hear shit on the radio unless it was released so i remember like i hope they make a video for this I hope they make this a single and then it did come out because it felt like one of his unrecognized songs then years later when they did his uh, hologram thing at coachella that was the song they started with and i was like all right it's not yeah. so unrecognized you know it's it's one of the ones people remember now yeah, so it's a classic, yeah. but oh, that's uh a classic. yeah but omar what do you got yeah, I
0: didn't. I didn't actually know he wrote that in 15 minutes. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he is great. Um, I'm surprised this one hasn't gone yet, and I'm gonna get it out because I don't want anybody else to get yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, I, was a, I was a freshman in high school for all uh, eyes on me. One of my favorite albums of all time, and my favorite song, one of my favorite songs of all all time, is "Ambitions as a Rider." What a great song! Yeah.
3: Starts out the thing too. That's an anthem right there man. Yeah.
0: First, it's like yeah, track. it's like one of my favorite
5: hip hop tracks of yeah. all time. And talking about prolific, he comes out and it's a double album too. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. just come out.
4: Yeah. And... I think he's the first guy that ever did a rap double album.
5: Yeah, 27 songs. I think so yeah. Some I won't deny Crazy. It. I'm a straight fighter. Don 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 Dr.
2: Plus cars, is like a rap store, it's nothing without... All right,
4: Joe. That's weird. what a
5: fucking beat. That's weird that that was censored because it has a little e next to it. Like it's not. I don't know why that's like that. But. and it
0: still goes
5: hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. He just flows so sweet on it. All right, uh, Fernando. Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna switch it up a little. I'm actually gonna pick something off of the Still I Rise album. All right. This was one. I guess I don't know if the label put it together. And I think this was the first album that was like uh, in conjunction with his mom, because I remember there was no Death Row logo on the back. There was no record label logo on the back, but it was still on Death Row slash like I think it was Amaru or something. Yeah, it was like his mom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amaru. So um, I still remember they took off. They took Fatal hussein from the outlaws off of all these tracks on there because i don't know if it's because he crashed uh, uh tupac's uh, hummer or something or he, there was some issue but i'm gonna pick a uh, high speed off of still i rise uh tupac outlaws and it just the hook and he talks about what he's gonna you know, what what are you gonna do when you get out of jail it just reminded me of him getting out of jail mm. like going going crazy so high speed that's a deep
0: cut right Deep,
3: there. deep. All mm-hmm. so my niggas live in, in a
8: rush.
1: Slow it down just a notch, baby. It's going to be alright.
8: It's
1: going to be alright. Like the high speed.
2: Like the high speed. I'm trying to get to I'm trying i live like high Slightly disillusioned by weed, I breathe Motherfuckers even worse than me. When I bleed, my enemies best to bleed quickly. me, my army, niggas to see swiftly. Look at you down, yeah, while you wanna act out? I pull a hammer back, shack with a cannon, and I blow your motherfucking back out. They blast for the self standing, slightly scarred. Deep questions for the law. why you don't like me? God, so though so my life was hard with no remorse, I absorb long less to provide protection for the boss. Rolling in my double wall, rugged and ruthless, keep a vest through these hard times. And my crew, you can be mistaken for Jews We all about our cash blast if you break the rules food. uh, Fools turn snitch for the DA, be heaven sent Switch like a stone bitch, turn states evidence Why, then they wonder why niggas die Put your family in danger just to get high Now, what the hell can we get from jail? No tricks for the crime trade, business We going all night out next food and sex House and the we going all
4: night good pick that a lot of people probably don't know about yeah uh what do you
6: got CJ uh let's see from all eyes on me um not too many cats or not too many acts have done features with both Pac and biggie alive um and this song features um Method Man and Red Man mm. "Got My Mind Made Up." Uh, hey, a, uh, a uh, CJ, <laughs> do you
3: know, the, you know the story about behind this though? Uh tell me. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so this was a dog pound track. Yep. With yep. Inspectah Deck, Meth, and Red. Yeah. Right. And they took off Inspectah Deck and they put Tupac on there. So Method Man and Red Man didn't know that there were. You know, they didn't know oh, wow, that they were going to do this with the song. That's why you hear Inspectah Deck on it, but he doesn't rap.
6: Yeah, I'll hear his INS at the Rebel at the end. Yeah,
3: you know. yeah. So uh, if you YouTube it, you can hear the original.
6: I swear
3: okay.
5: that uh, we played that as an Easter egg, Conan, the story he just told. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know
3: that. That might have been where I learned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the first time I had heard it.
5: And then I went back and listened to the original, you know? All uh-huh. right.
4: This a Daz Dillinger beat, or who?
3: Yeah, it is, right?
1: Need a motherfuckers aboard with no rubber support. And when I command the microphone, I get that condo. With a bear and the snake and the panda, among those. Who can withstand the most power gain and make it possible for me to drop you direct brain? Imagine keep on the keep born, wishing the a start. Finally realizing who the fuck we are When I paint the track. That's damn baby, But to be the greatest MC of all time. When I create a rhyme for the simple fact, when I attack the cutscene, I'm intended to ride. Every time on eye. I'm faced with the scars beyond It's spun bar for me to put down my guard. I'm faced with a mirage, breaking the gas with a six, eight all day. In and I with my paper, soon to count the body. So
2: mandatory, my elevation, my lyrics like orientation. So you could be more familiar with the nigga you facing. We must be patient, nothing better than communication. Know the damage and highly flammable like gas station. Sorry, I left that ass waking. No more procrastination, give up the faith and get that ass there. I'm bustin' and makin' motherfuckers panic Don't take your life for granted Put that ass in the dirt You swear the bitch was planted My lyrics motivate the planet It's similar to Rhythm Nation, But dug down, forgive me, Janet Who's in control? I'm activating your soul You know the way the game's get told Yo, two years ago A friend of mine Told me Alize and blows your mind Bear witness to the dopest fuckin' rhyme I'm taking off my coat
1: my I got my mind made up, come on, come on. get in, get in too, T- get it. on, get in, get in two. Two, two. let it roll, tonight's the night, I got my mind made up, come on, get in, get in too, let it roll, tonight's the night. Well, I come through stew with two packs of the bomb for relax for protection so my fucking sack won't collapse. Cause nowadays, shit's evading the x-rays. Sending young motherfuckers to an early grave. I wonder if my terrifying tactics and torturing them shows my heart's as cold as the tundra Electrifying like thunder, I'm just too much. Rough and raw with that motherfucking poisonous touch. I'm an MC with lyrics, that's the fucking bomb. You got tense deaths before instant death like Bob X. My rhymes. I leave a mark on your mind as the deadly vibes spread to your head like sandpon. There's no escape. Nine blasts. I use my mental to assassinate assassins for those asking. Oh. Opposed the last. Raw maniacal villain. Laughter enhances the chances of the kill. Why is that? The smiling
4: faces is deceit. You best believe. To totally a I'm the deadliest disease. My thoughts rip your throat and
1: make it hard to breathe. Your whole camp's under siege. And I'm Jason Voorhees. And oh. the heat of the night is when I defeat and ignite mics. My verbal snipe your vocabulary. sight. I'm the cut, uncut, and raw with the no flaws. Falls, saw my rhymes, split the bricks on the wall. Should already have an idea about with superior sphere. The greater rhyme creator on both sides here. I rock from here to there to Philly and back to LA on the spot where I rock and bust like straps. As your views get overshadowed when you come in contact, beware, set, and prepare to end the verbal combat. Fuck you, losers. While you fake jacks, I make maneuvers like Hitler. Sticking up g- with German. The mister. Met for Cal from Staten. Now we'll be back after this mess up. Don't touch the dad. Rarely do you see an MC out for justice? Got my gunpowder and my musket. Blow out melons, get swellings. I paint mental pictures like Magellan. Half of my clans repeat felons. Niggas best protect they joints. The nine nickels. Man, I stay on point like our sickles. Now who wanna test the cow? The test the cow. All up in your motherfucking mouth. Head banger boogie. Catch me on tour without Dougie. Nothing, man, go too tight. You can't pull me. Better take one and pass, or that's the that ass. Your wife Statistics are low when falling fast. Johnny Blaze out to get loot like Johnny Cash. Play your game of Russian roulette and have a blast. Hey yo,
2: lyrical spit in the criminal tactics. Non believers get my dick and Jenner too backwards. Let's face it, there's no replacement. Taste this mad underground basement. Shit, I'm laced with. Avalanche on your whole camp when I'm flipping. Fuck Dr. Who's spot, bitch. Don't get it twisted. I got connects like Federal Express to get the fresh back at the blast. The dogs can't fetch. Got the clear spot from the rear. Lock, to bust till every nigga teardrop. May not fear not. Hold your nose and blow out till your ears pop. this your crew soup to the shift that you claim that your ears lock. Whip, this underground. Cannabis, I'm dangerous. Like John the Bomb Analyst. Lip of sees like keys. My degrees freeze consecutively. Like EPMD LP's off a shot and hit your fan by mistake So I erase the whole front row at the weight I plant my escape in case Jay was snake busted. I'm the one pushing the hearse in the first place Confidence for you, shaky-ass folks. Pump for rock and for the day he got smoke Choke off this antidote, got you hope Get roast by my lyrical Billy D45 the And I'm out the F- now, F- this This, this, this
4: Yo, let me, ju- let me just say this. <laughs> Red Man never gets the credit that he really deserves. That's an underrated MC. A lot like another guy that I absolutely love, and I don't ever see him getting any motherfucking props, which is Mystical.
6: Oh, man. What oh, a fucking beast. I got a, I got a mystical story. Um, yeah. My dad used to be a manager at uh, Woolworths back in right. the day. And when uh, Mystical got out of the service, he was a, a security guard. And mm-hmm. my dad said he would let mystical spit on the PA system at the end of the night.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: that is dope. Yeah. Yeah. I love you mystical know, I wrote dog. that. Ass, you know,
4: that, that part he embellished. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love mystical. Uh, um, who's next.
0: Woo. I hope y'all liked that segment. That was awesome. It was so much fun to do that. I have a second partner to that. That was only the first part. We went for three hours on Tupac's life and career. So I'm going to have another episode in the future. And play the rest of that, or at least some of it, uh, with some more goodness. So be looking out for that in the future. But now it is time. And now, without further ado, he is Nashville's finest MC, Ron Obasi. Enjoy, my friends. How do you feel about uh, your boy, J. Cole,
8: mm-hmm. signing mm-hmm. with the Africa League? First game Sunday. That's hard, bro. He was front of Slam Magazine today. I didn't know that. Yeah. had wow. um uh,
0: But anyway, Master P, back when Master P was with the Hornets and singing, bowed it, bowed it, bowed it,
8: bowed it, it, I'm about to put that in this episode. Catch me outside. How about that? Shout out to Master P, by the way. Just Old school stuff. did were you how
0: old were you when that was out? You were a youngster back then because I was in high school when they were major. I was in high school when the uh, when the when the No Limit Soldiers were major. When Percy Miller, aka Master P, was running the No Limit Soldiers, Mia X, and I had every Silk the Shockers non-rapping album. I, his ass was off every beat, but I still bought every album I get. Oh, <laughs> Mystical. Mystical was dope.
8: Shake your ass. Watch yourself. Nah, How old I was, were you? That era was... Shit, I was born in 93. Yeah, so you were like three years old. I was dead. Hold on, bro. They were still
0: cooking. Yeah. When? Not in the 2000s. They were already falling off. Them in-cash money had fallen off probably around 2000. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'll just say I You know, I don't listen to Cash Money. You know how much t-shirt. I don't like Little Wayne. I don't even I know
8: why we even about to have yeah, this. Yeah, no, discussion. we're
0: not good. I mean, we can.
8: We can. <laughs> no, bro, they were not falling off. You just stopped liking it. Or I didn't off. Exactly. So, no, they were not falling off. Let's start there. But, no, nah, they, they were still. How long boys.
0: did they go to?
8: 504 Boys and Cash Money, bro, had strong 90s and 2000s. Pac had literally just introduced Pac had was Pac was putting you love Pac, right? I love Pac. Pac was putting people on Master P, bro. Oh,
0: I'm you not hating on no Master P. No, I'm
8: saying I'm just saying yeah, yeah. that lets you know that the South that was I- coming up at the time for sure. So, so that and then it lets then that let you you remember Outcast. Oh, did. Outkast was
0: my favorite, though. So they yeah, all
8: came into the there. stream going up. Mid-90s, they got crazy. 2000s, they were still going crazy. Early 2000s, they were still, you know what I mean? They was being moguls. They was developing fashion. Yeah, they, they were definitely doing, doing a lot they of They were doing a lot of mogul shit, you know yeah, what I mean? No, for sure. So, nah, they, wasn't, they were never no slouches, you know what I mean? They still developing. They was fall-off comes later as far as music is concerned and stuff like that. But they were starting to become moguls and shit.
0: Well- now could it because they eventually did fall off? Now, we're little about Wayne. Talking
8: basketball, by the way, we'll get back to that. But this is a cool segment.
0: No, this is great because yeah. I mean, this is supposed to be a sports and
8: entertainment podcast, sure. so. Sure.
0: Little Wayne was the only one that pretty much went on from there, right? Master P got old, that's why. But the rest of the crew fell off. Mystical got arrested. The rest of them
8: weren't even that good anyways. They were two different. They were all that different.
0: Well, just, no, I know. I know. They're all different crews. I know. I'm lumping really sure, yeah. uh, those two crews together specifically. Those two crews. Because they are from... Little Wayne was pretty much the only one to come out of those two crews. After the 2000s. That's very much true. Right? Master P had his shine in the 90s, right? He was great. Um, but Lil Wayne was pretty much 200. the only one that emerged. 2000s, too. Yeah, so they fell off. I'm like, like both groups fell off around the early 2000s. I'm just going to keep <laughs> hating because I want to. I'm just going to keep hating because I want to. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to force the hate issue. Now, right what I will
8: say <laughs> is he's not lying about the groups not being as strong as those single X. The groups themselves definitely fell off. People in Cash Money got locked up or they stopped making music or business got bad. The same thing happened mm-hmm. in No Limit and 504 Boys. Mm-hmm. Rappers weren't either appealing no more or they stopped rapping. Mm-hmm. People was getting locked up. Locked up, yep. Uh, people was going different directions and shit. Fact. So, and like he said, he also said dying. A lot of those niggas was real thugs mm-hmm. that was rapping. Yeah. South was crazy, bro. We had a lot. You know what I mean? We still have a lot. I'm not gonna
0: lie. The South had the shine that during the '90s they really did. Now,
8: I mean, bro, we still shine.
0: I'm a noted South hater, but that's okay. We're still shine. Oh, I
8: forgot you consider yourself. No, the no, yeah. I, no I guess mainstream so. is yeah. jazz, but the oh, South I even still shine the radio no more. Exactly, but the South still shine. Right? What's on the radio now? I just
0: wonder. Like, who are they playing now? Is Drake still making music? I yeah, I mean, he's always. I mean you know I hate Drake
8: too. Drake's gonna always be on the radio, Chris Brown's gonna be on the radio. He still
0: makes music too. Jesus.
8: Taylor Swift's gonna always be on well, the radio. You know, I love me some Tay We live in Nashville, so I don't love some Tay Oh, you don't like country music. That's different. I like country. Country <laughs> music is ass. I just wanna let y'all know that Damn. it's the worst genre of music ever made. Wow, that's strong. Yeah. That's really aggressive, my friend. I love country music. Nah, let me let me let me let me stop that. They have they have great writing. They have great musical So, talent.
0: unpopular opinion that I've always um, had. I, do work
8: some, I work with some country music artists, bro, who also do hip-hop in big. Very, very
0: unpopular nice. opinion. I've I've always had this unpopular opinion. Country and hip-hop are pretty, pretty much, much the, the same, same fucking genre. They just get... <laughs> it's
8: just different. I don't like the tunes. sonics of country, but the lyrics, the depth, the feeling... It's all storytelling. The story it's all the same. Yeah. And a lot of those people who own country music own the music industry and they shit on hip-hop and black structure music every single time they get a fucking chance sure. so fuck them and the sonics but they do have talent and they do have beautiful artists i just don't listen to taylor Swift.
0: you're not wrong i mean as much as i don't like little nas x uh you know they they shit on him when he had that song you so, know what i mean so i understand they're not the most welcoming of the minority culture in there but and i would know because I'm from there. But they do have a few. They do have Darius. I love me some Darius. Listen, you know, they hard on him. Right? They are hard on him,
8: though. They're okay. hard on him. Not gonna, you know what I mean? Not going to get away easy. Those people are talented. They had to work way hard than they would usually have oh to Oh, my do. God. Yeah. Fuck. I can't believe. I don't know what he's gone through. Yeah. So,
0: racist chance at every concert. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? So,
8: they have. It ain't even unfortunate. That's just how people are. You know what I mean? We ain't going to dive into that shit either. But. Nah,
0: we can get into that. That's a big topic these days. I mean, I mean, uh, they want to say America wasn't built on racism, but I disagree they, with that.
8: But people are lunatics? There's still so many and racists out go, here. And we could go, you know, there's not just people; it's structural, it's systematic, it is indoctrinated, it is what this shit is built on.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely I'm being making, try to
8: sweep it under the rug. Right. But they'll remind you of a bill you forgot to pay. So this country is also hypocritical in forgiveness all the other things but we are in a time where people are whether it's performative or it's sincere people are trying to make amends and i am a person who is always an advocate for the better development of human beings period because i would rather not impede on the next person piece as well as my own so kudos to you if you see racism And you speak out against it and you shut that shit down because that's the real work. The real work is not in the reactions. It is in the people that you hold responsible in your everyday circle. That is where you make the change with yourself and the people around you. All this shit on the news and all that other shit. You have a universe and people around you that you can make sure to change. And then it grows from there. So with that being said... If you are somebody who's just not on the internet and pointing shit out, if you're somebody that's really in real life telling people dead that shit, changing people. Tell them you stuff.
0: hear that shit in conversation, tell them dead that shit for
8: real. You know I hear I mean?
0: it I hear it here in Nashville and I've had to I've had to show people. You gotta down.
8: check people, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying violently if nobody's getting mm-hmm. violent with you, some violently. people are just completely ignorant because nobody checks them. Right. Everybody walks around pussyfooted mm-hmm. and wants to react. But you can check somebody in a very respectful way. You have to stand up for what's right. There are people who need you to stand up for what's right. You stand up for yourself. So that's how I feel about that shit. Major facts. Yeah. Major Cause the shit goes a lot deeper than that, but we cannot change the world and we cannot change a lot of shit that we cannot control. But again, the things around you correspond to you. Mm-hmm. So if you take you know, responsibility for yourself and people around you. Take the responsibility of yourself. Uh, the
0: people around build, build yourself, build the people around you. Right, little by little, if you work on yourself and you work to make yourself better and your surroundings better and the community better, then if we all did that, this would be a better place. Absolutely. Right? So, Absolutely. Um, I mean, obviously, me and you, we, you know, we we've had very deep philosophical, uh, philosophical,
8: philosophical. Don't be doing me dirty. I'm a little six. high. Don't <laughs> <So, laughs> worry, be doing uh, me dirty. We've six. had a <laughs> lot of discussions
0: about many different topics, and we have uh, definitely, uh, right. me and you are, we're both very conscious people, we're both very, we are accepting of all people, mm-hmm. but if you're not going to be accepting, and you're going to be a racist at this point in time, you need, just need to either change, or just, just either keep, just keep outing yourself, right, so we know who the fuck you are, <laughs> exactly. and we can check you, exactly. or stay your ass at home, because nobody wants. <laughs> <home.
8: laughs> there's
0: no point in being racist no more, man, it's 2020, dog, like, we all, I, I don't know, I grew up, my mom did never taught me to ever look at anybody's skin color. So I never even thought about that. Like, I grew up black, brown, yellow, white. Never thought about the color of another person's skin. No, sure. Now,
8: even, I do even, understand. Even if, if taught, you have, like you see. Like, you see. We it's see taught. Color, it's bro. taught by parents. Yeah, like, you see color. You know what I mean? We know what people color is, Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean. But I, what to, to the point that he's saying that. Yeah, bro. Just, you can see it. You can see things. And you can treat things with respect. You can see people and treat them with respect. You know what I mean? You A lot of people, like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They do the whole I don't see color thing as an excuse when you try to check the ass. You know who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. So.
0: You all lives matter, people. That's not me. That <laughs> shit, man, you
8: Dumbasses.
0: It was Black Lives Matter parenthetically, too. Too. Not only.
8: Anyways, we're not going to get it. Yeah, that. Well, you know. Once again, bro, like what me and my bro are talking about, bro, as aware people, and we don't mean aware as better than anybody else, we mean aware of ourselves, and we would like the world, We, you know, we hold ourselves accountable as much as we can, you know what I mean, so we feel like it's, in turn, you know what I mean, holding the people around us responsible, and even as big as a heart, you know what I mean, as hard as people we are, you know, we want the world to be held accountable to, you know what I mean, because... You know, we here. Everybody's here.
0: Yeah, we got to share the same space together. Everybody's
8: here. You know what I mean. And might like I said, well. this conversation could get extremely deep about how things could change and who has to change and go away. But again, it all starts here. So I said that to say this might be a crazy segue, but just about people getting better and being vulnerable and like holding themselves accountable. I fuck with what Cole is doing. Because he is putting on high display at that level mm-hmm. of people that you can still chase a dream, an aspiration, and accomplish things when people tell you that you're supposed to put that shit up or mm-hmm. when people try to box you in or when people ask him why the fuck you doing this because I see you as this. What bruh is doing, no matter how long it lasts, it is inspiring people and inspiring is a godly energy. It wakes people up in the morning it gets people to do things that they didn't think they could do. So I fuck with Cole for that. He's one of my favorite rappers, if not my favorite rapper. Seeing that man get the hoop and live out his dreams in a professional league, is fucking fire. You know what I mean? Just the thing I go back to say, bro, inspiration is big, bro. Like Shit, he's inspiring himself. I mean, even on that high of a level where people get comfortable, they get complacency, and they let other people tell them what to do, how to move, and what success looks like. You know what I mean? Like, instead of going... No, everybody has their different – what their reason for their, their, their legacy is. You know what I mean? you watching a man paint his right in front of your face. That's special. And
0: you said it's inspiring, right? It's a, it's a, it's a godly energy. I mean, we, I mean, we thank God. We've got to be grateful for the things that we have. And just being able to chase a dream and inspire, you know, that many kids is, like you said, often. So. <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah,
0: good good conversation, though. Yeah, yeah, no nah, doubt. Chase your yeah. dreams,
8: man. Chase your dreams. Chase real, your y'all. dreams, bro. Is Listen. Go get that shit done. Always evolve. That's what we try to do. We're always always to evolve. evolve, bro. You have many things that you want to do in this lifetime, bro. And never stop. Never Don't let stop. anybody tell you, to, tell you to Never stop. Quit. Go do all of it. Go do all of it. You know what I mean? Um, no fears. Go do all that shit. You know what I mean? It takes a lot of internal work. You know, a lot. Removal we'll, we'll of a lot of blockages. A lot of focus. But people, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, inspiration is always good and you can find inspiration anywhere if you find yourself lacking like inspiration that means you need work which is not a bad thing because we all need work and we all go through pockets of lack of inspiration so with that being said that is something if you feel yourself like inspiration you're either a not paying attention to the inspiring things that are out here as well as giving yourself enough credit for what you can do mm. and what you can achieve so like yeah bro said always evolve man. always evolve. On that note, brother Omar, thank you, my brother, for coming in, sir. Ron Obasi, Ron Obasi, NBA insider. Uh, Check him on Twitter. Philosopher, artist. What's your handle? Ron Obasi, man, R O N O B A S I. Um, That's on Twitter, Instagram. Check out his new multimedia you company. Too. Yeah, bro. Multimedia company called Supreme Radicals. y'all got a website? or Yes, is? we do. Radicals.com. The Supreme. word Supreme Radicals with a Z, not an S. So Radicals with a Z at the end, dot com. Um, You can see everything we're up to on there. And you can also see everything we're up to on Instagram, too. Um, at Supreme Radicals, again, Radicals with a Z. And on Twitter as well. There I you appreciate know. you having me on here, dog. Thank
0: you for coming by, brother. No, man, I always love yeah. hanging my out my with brother. you. This is my
8: brother, man. Chilling this so-
0: my brother, man. We, we, this, actually, let me say this now before we cut the podcast off. The um, origin story of this podcast was me and Ron just sitting around on the couch. I come home from work. He was working here. He'd come chill in my apartment. We'd be smoking some weed, and we'd just be watching sports and talking sports, and that's all we did every day for, like, a couple years. (laughs) So that's where the the origin of Ball and Buds came from, right? Just sitting around smoking, talking with your friends. So that's where this origin came from. So – you know, it thanks in part to him and me being together all the time and talking sports. My me and my brother—that that's where this podcast idea came from. So we can thank him for that as well. I originally wanted him to have him on as my co-host, but he didn't want—he he, he had too much stuff going on. Yeah, you know.
8: he an MC, he a bro, businessman. You know, bro, know i always. He said, "You know, I come through, man. It's special. This and, is special for me though, bro, to be on this episode. Bro. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah man. Always thank you, special. Sir. Thank you. <laughs>
0: And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue.
2: Get the fuck out of here!
4: I saw Miami got destroyed by the Bills, and fucking Tua got hurt. The Thursday game was great. That New York Giants—they just <laughs> the Giants had that game and just gave it away. That was a good game.
5: Yeah, I fucked up today because I. Uh... I didn't look at my lineup till like three o'clock and I had no defense. Oh, fuck. I did, I did drop my backup quarterback real quick. And I I picked up somebody that got zero. I can't even, who the fuck was it? And I had, it's, it's almost like I had a really good day too. I had cup, I had Lockett, but uh looks like I'm still going to lose. Yeah. Arizona defense. That's, that's the best I could do.
3: So there you go.
0: Oh, I feel you, Joe. I made a stupid mistake as well. So, I had the Panthers the first week, and they played you know, really great, obviously. But then they had the Saints, which was the number one offense. And the second week, the Giants' defense was on the wire. And so I'm streaming defenses this year because I didn't draft one. So I dropped the Panthers' D uh, and picked up the Giants' D short week. Washington playing the rookie. Not the rookie, but the young QB, Heineke, is, hasn't had a lot of playing experience. So I'm thinking, shit, dropped the Panthers who are going to be playing the number one offense. They're probably going to give up some points. Pick up the Giants, who are playing on a short week against a team with a backup quarterback, thinking, you know, everything's going to be good. No. Turns out the Giants got me zero, and then the Panthers ended up blowing out the Saints anyways. They done blown out the Texans last night. I could have had three good weeks in a row. But that would have been done by any uh, fantasy manager worth their salt that was streaming defense and would have made that same move. So I can't feel too bad, but I do wish I had them
4: so um cj is a friend of the show yeah uh and was in the military so much respect um i just want to say thank you fernando omar joe cj for sharing this time with me and the uh, patreon listeners hope you guys enjoy it and there's other uh people that you guys want to hear let us know and when i have the time we'll do it absolutely beautiful thank thank you for uh, taking the time to to kick it with us man we as always appreciate it man no problem. So this was a yeah. Tupac segment for Patreon members. Boom.
5: Thank you, everyone. Yeah.
0: Thank Definitely guys. appreciate it, y'all. Hey, uh, CJ coming in, I know y'all were both in the service, so thank you for your service, Joe. I don't yeah. know if you were, but I was in the Air Force was as well. He so. was in the Girl
5: Scouts. Yeah.
0: There you go. <laughs> I was in the Air Force as well, so thank you for my, your service right. as well, brother.
4: All right. You Just too, my you brother. Thank you guys. So, All, all right. right. So much. All say, right. Good night.
0: <laughs> On that note, Thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Make sure to share this on your social media and spread the word to all of your friends. Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love. The Omar Way. Power. my